It's time to turn your site into a money-making machine with net income on webmasterradio.fm. Your host, Jeremy Shoemaker, covers all the angles from contextual advertising, affiliates, donations, subscription, direct sales, pay-per-click, and more. Net income helps you get the most revenue using various streams of income. More money, more money, more money. Now, join your host as we bring on the blink, Jeremy Shoemaker. Hey, everybody, and welcome to the August 15th episode of Net Income. I'm your host, Jeremy Shoemaker, also known as Shoe Money, around the internet. Um... With me today is uh, my programmer. He goes by Dill Smack. What's going on? What's up? So uh, thanks for joining me today. Um, Dave's been with me about a year and a half or so. We've been been working together. He actually does a lot of the under the hood stuff on my website. So we were uh, hoping today we could get some calls on on not only you know making money online, but you know kind of under the hood questions, programming questions, stuff like that that Dave could could fill in and. Uh, Answer. So you can either call him Dave or Dill Smack, whatever. He'll uh, he'll answer to either. So uh, Barry Schwartz, who normally comes on and does the Money Minute with us, um, is not with us today. He's he's just wrapping up from the SES, the SEO Black Hat forums um, that are an exclusive fo- forum. Excuse me, I'm just catching my breath a little bit. Um, they they're actually starting off at a hundred dollars a month for access, or I think it's around a thousand dollars a year. So uh, it's a little pricey, but um, I don't know. I kind of have a weird take on it because it's kind of like, I mean, yeah, it's, it's a black hat forum, but at the same time, um, you know, looking at some of the threads that they have in there, um, which you can you can see like the, the titles of of some of the forums. You know, it, it looks kind of like a webmaster forum. What do you what do you think about that? I, I think it's a good idea. Um, I, don't, I don't have time. For forums in general, I don't like to spend a lot of time on them, but I think that the price kind of calls out a lot of the riffraff that's just asking the same questions over and over again or not contributing a whole lot and gets maybe get some better people talking about stuff. Yeah, I mean, from a from kind of a programmer's perspective, um, I guess maybe it, it'd probably be interesting. It, it could be interesting to see what other people are doing. I think a lot of people are talk, are so worried that that. You know, there's there's not going to be any secrets in there, and yeah, and nobody's going to tell you what they're making, you know, ten thousand a day off of. But that doesn't mean you can't pick up something that that can be useful. Um, you know, some hints or tips. There's always stuff to be picked up. Otherwise, we wouldn't go to conferences. Yeah, true. And uh, and and just you know, kind of like conferences, just because of what you what is described is is what you're going for, isn't a lot of times what you what you pick up. So, I mean, just because it's a it's a black hat forum. I mean, there's there's a lot you can learn that, you know, you necessarily don't have to do black hat. You, you can learn a lot just from some of the techniques that black hats use. So moving, moving on, um, uh, AdSense has added a, a last login feature now to where when you log on, it shows uh, when you last logged on. Some people kind of think it's stupid. There's a thread about it on, on Digital Point. I think it's a good feature because it's, it's almost like a like a security feature to show you because if you logged on and it says, "Oh, you you know you last logged on an hour ago, but you've been away for two days," you know that's it kind of lets you know that somebody has access to your account that maybe maybe you didn't know about. So, uh, in other news, um, MSN Ad Center has really been working on quality control. I blogged about this about two weeks ago. Um, they sent an email out to several people, uh, basically telling them to clean up the relevancy of the keywords they were bidding on. You had people bidding on, um, well, it was shown at the SES, actually, 
damn it, I keep bringing that up. But uh, there was actually a session where um, somebody showed the keyword of dead babies, and there was like 19 ads for MSN. Some were eBay that said, like, bid on dead eBay's, dead babies on eBay. Some were like Amazon, some were shop.com. But then there were also dead baby ringtones and um, all kinds of stuff like that. So uh, MSN got a little egg on their face and recently just, you know, told people, look, get your stuff in gear. We're going to can your accounts. So then uh, I was looking today, and it looks like they've, the only thing was there I saw was shop.com, and they actually do have dead baby books. So uh, those are relevant then. What, what, uh, what do you think about that, Dave? I think it's a typical uh, Band-Aid move. They can't they can't fix it in their algorithm, just like Google, so they're sending out those letters. It, it's a scare tactic. I mean, I, I I happen to know of an account or two with with a lot of keywords in it that aren't relative and they or uh, relevant, and they didn't they didn't do anything. Really? Well, I uh, I mean, I had in one in one of my accounts, I had a lot of non-relevant accounts, but or I mean, a, a lot of non-relevant keywords, but. Uh, I cooperated and played nice because I like them. So, um, so I, I paused the campaigns there, but but they did suspend. I've got a few emails from people that said, "Hey, they banned my account today." So, um, they warned you that they were going to do it. So, um, I, I think in the long run, it's kind of scary because uh, it, it almost helps the hardcore black hat people better because now the, the people that um, we're we're kind of working on the quality and and doing it slowly to build up their keyword list are just going to be like well probably like I am right now where I'm just like well screw it you know it it kind of it kind of pissed me off a little bit and and I think that uh, the the hardcore spammers they've already got an automated process where they're just going to make a new account because you you can have as many accounts as you want on the same credit card so uh, and then even if you can't you can generate. You know, you can go to your bank and generate a, a throwaway credit card number. You know, if they're going to ban you within 24 hours, it's make make more. So I That's think a good that, idea. Well, well, maybe maybe for some, but the uh, you know the so so basically the only person I think this really helps is 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 the spammers because um, as long as there's so much money to be made in arbitrage and you know and especially with with you know various offers and teeth whitening ringtones and you name it. Um, people are going to bid on these terms, and they and I, I kind of already relayed this to Emerson that they need to improve their quality on the first tier and not on like a third tier level. So, anything to add to that, Dills? About covers it. All right. So, uh, in other news, um, a few people have put out like top uh, blog lists. Um, Barry Schwartz has put out a, a list of like top blogs that he would. Read and and uh, shoe money having them come in. I think about seventh on that one. I was I was pretty surprised to see that. And uh, there's a, there's a lot of good blogs in there. I highly recommend that list. Um, and then Rand Fishkin also put out a list where somehow I, I didn't make it in the top fifty. But uh, but there is a blog on there that hasn't made a post for a year that were in the top fifty. So yeah, I don't I don't necessarily agree with Rand's list. Um, the, the, these aren't people that I would want to read anyway. Some of them, not not all of them. I'm not going to name names, but even if uh, even if they were updating their blogs, these haven't been updated in months. So I'm not I'm not sure how he uh, came up with that list. Yeah. Well, who knows? I mean, my my blog is is kind of new. It's it's about a little over a year old. 
So, and a lot of a lot of the other blogs are nominated there have been around forever, even if they don't really update much. But uh, but it's cool. It's still a good list. Um, it's good to kind of go over. I didn't even know some of the people on their head blogs. So it's good to see. And and some of them like uh, Bruce Clay's blog, which didn't don't really think. Well, I, I should probably keep that to myself. But <laughs> anyway, um, but Bruce has a blog and it's and it's pretty good. So. Uh, so check that out. So um, let's see. I think that's about it for the news. Um, so today, again, uh, if anybody missed it, with me is uh, Dill Smack. He's my head developer. And wow. uh, um, let's see, CTO is it? Something it's like the CTO that. of Shoe Money Media Group. Okay, good. So um, so if anybody has any uh, questions, you know, please call in today because we're <coughs> we're just getting back from conferences, a little low on material and. Uh, the show uh, should be about you anyway, so give us a call, ask questions, we're going to go ahead and go to a break, so let's roll the sponsors. Stick around. Net income on webmasterradio.fm. We'll be back after this short break. Did you know about one out of five visitors are immediately bouncing off your site? Monetize this bouncing traffic with StopBounce.com. Log on to StopBounce.com today and discover how easy it is to generate revenue from this previously untapped source, all while enhancing user experience. Earn money for each visitor leaving your site now with StopBounce.com. Turn lost opportunities into found profits. It's all about links, baby. Content is king, but links are what you need to get you those all-important organic search listings. Float to the top of your keyword listings within the major portals while driving targeted traffic to your website at the same time. Work with a company with a proven track record for delivering results for thousands of individual website owners and major Fortune 500 companies. TextLinkAds.com is your source for securing relevant links. Baby, TextLinkAds.com. Digimax, the soap opera for the Internet Society. Coming soon to WebmasterRadio.fm. Thursdays at 2 p.m. Eastern, 11 a.m. Pacific. Susan Bratton dishes up delicious news and gossip while interviewing the glitterati of the Web 2.0 world. Digimax, this fall, only on WebmasterRadio.fm. For the last decade, millions of visitors seeking top ranking have visited their site. When it comes to the internet marketing expertise, one name clearly stands above the rest. Bruce Clay Incorporated. With a flexible, time-tested, and spam-free process to SEO and PPC, Bruce Clay has become the number one choice for companies of all kinds seeking to improve their search engine ranking, utilize their latest tools, training, consulting, and services. Let Bruce Clay create a tailored solution to meet your internet marketing needs today. Bruce Clay Incorporated. Six million, two point two million dollars, point four billion dollars, six million dollars. Then just kicking ass with domain name. Monty, 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 Monty. And uh, what, what's uh, what's been your highest domain name sale? How much money was it for? It was approximately one hundred and forty-four thousand dollars. About one hundred and fifty grand. That's correct. Okay, great. You have had eBay by Rent.com and Shopping.com for a combined one point four billion dollars. Monty, 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 Monty. 
DDD, the master of your domain. Literally, probably 90 days after buying it uh, for $80,000, Interbrew bought it for $7 million. We appraised the property and helped get it sold for $3.4 million. It was the most valuable asset that they had, $6 million or $10 million on a domain name. When we sold autos.com for $2.2 million, people thought it was nuts, too. <laughs> domain Masters, only on Webmaster Radio. Be the master of your domain. It's time to turn your site into a money-making machine with net income on webmasterradio.fm. Now, join your host as we bring on the bling, Jerry Shoemaker. Hey, everybody. Welcome back. I uh, switched phones. Hopefully it sounds a little better. Um, and I understand we have Kevin on the line. Kevin. Uh, here's my question. Um, I keep finding the same website for uh, any conceivable town virtually. And if you type in, you know, Lincoln, Nebraska, Internet Marketing, okay, Google, Yahoo, MSN, it's SMTUSA for some reason. And it uh, comes up for San Diego, for, you know, any conceivable okay. town virtually. Okay. And I was wondering, what do you think they're doing? Um, and, and you're just typing in, like, San Diego and then just hitting Enter? No, no San Diego, or... California, Internet Marketing, Lincoln, Nebraska, Internet Marketing, um, Missoula, Montana, Internet Marketing. And what you say the, the domain is? It's uh, SMTUSA. Because I'm not seeing it. Yeah, I, I definitely see this. I, I know what he's talking about. Um, I actually noticed the same. It, it's a similar thing. With uh, if you type in weather and then a zip code, um, this this website weatherstreet.com is is ranking for those, and it's a total scraper site. It's not weather underground or weather.com. So, how do you think they're ranking for for all those keywords, Jeremy? Well, I'd have to, of course, look at at the backlinks, and it's probably probably a combination of uh, would you would you how what did you say the domain name was? Just unclear. Yeah, it's SMT USA. Uh, dot com. Dot com. It's okay. in the chat room. Okay, cool. Let me uh, let me just do a, a little look here. I'm part, part of what okay. they're doing is they're adding after the um, in the URL string that you see the question mark and then those variables that with the city and the state. They're taking that and then they're inserting that into the the bolt into the text of the page with with bolded keywords. So when Google sees that page. It says, "Oh, Lincoln, Nebraska must be a important keyword in this text." And I'm just, I'm just analyzing kind of the the, the domain is, is over. It's from '97, so it's a probably a very trusted domain. Um, and then mm-hmm. you've got it looks like they have a, a 404 handler for um, you know basically anything that you throw at it. It's, yep. it's not going to serve up a page not found. It's going to serve up actual content. Yep. So um, and then it looks like. Just looking at the backlinks, um, you know, there's there's several trusted links there, and it looks like in every trusted directory that I can think of. Um, mm-hmm. So I think it's a combination of time plus, you know, just a lot of a lot of backlinks over time. I, I think their biggest factor is, is just the domain is nine years old, um, and they and they've got links from you know basically every trusted authority. Mix that Thanks. with the fact that they're uh, it looks like they're just random randomizing links throughout the site to give it a greater depth and. Um, it's going to rank. Okay. Well, there's no links from the from the main site to any of those, uh, uh, you know, supplemental pages for 
any of those cities. I was just wondering oh. how it how it actually got indexed for all that stuff. Well, if I'm going there, I'm clicking on sitemap. Yeah. And and it looks like if you go to like locations, no, eh, that's just theirs, but you know, I'd really have to look at this more. Maybe we can address this uh, in next week's show. I can do a little research and, and try to figure out exactly how they're doing it. Uh, the site the site looks pretty good. Um, when you bring up one of the uh, the URLs, does it actually pull up relevant content? Uh, you know, yeah, the main URL is relevant, um, but every single conceivable city has the same page. You know, when it, you know when it comes up and it says the it says the city name three times. Yeah, yeah, and I actually just, yeah. just pulled it up. I actually just got one of the like internet marketing for Lincoln, Nebraska. So um, you know they could be using some sort of you know buying actual links you know uh, on websites for and then targeting you know Lincoln, Nebraska, uh, mm-hmm. stuff like mm-hmm. that. Like this, this exact um, like what what Dave had just said about. I mean, basically, you can throw in if you throw in uh, city equals just in the URL, like, uh, right, right. Uh, let me just change it a little bit. Yeah, like, for instance, I'm going to paste it in the chat room here. I just I just changed a little bit of the variable, and um, wrong window. If they got themselves added to just about any directory with, with cities in it and had every single one of their URLs with the right city and state added to that directory with a with a domain this old, a 97 domain, as soon as Google spiders it, it's going to believe that that content is yeah. legitimate, especially with those keywords in there. So I think that's how you're seeing all those links in Google is because they saw it come in from somewhere else and then trusted that as valid content, especially, like I said, with those keywords in the body text. Interesting. All right. Yeah, and, and I'm looking, it's possible that they're cloaking, actually, a sitemap for the bots. Um I, I'm not seeing that directly yet, but just looking at cache pages within the URLs, because um, otherwise, I mean, they could they could trigger you know links to this from from you know they could just register a domain and and get that domain and then link to various deeper links within here. So mm-hmm. it wouldn't mm-hmm. it wouldn't be hard to do what they're doing. I mean, if you gave me this site, you know, you could basically rank this site for anything you want. So I suspect <laughs> it won't last, though. I hope it's not your site. <laughs> no. <laughs> and, and, and I'm also, you know, the, the other thing is, is that, uh, you know, they're they just have the same number and everything. And I don't really think they're they're utilizing their traffic. Uh, I mean, there's really they, they get some leads a few times on on some internet marketing solutions. I mean, I, I don't know. I mean, I I think it's kind of a, a sad case that it's, it, it's ranking so well yet they're not really utilizing. You know, they're just they're just mm-hmm. using a 404 handler. So. Mm-hmm. Um, well, thanks. I'm sorry, I didn't really directly answer your question. Um, well, well, maybe you'll get into it next week. Maybe take some time, take a look at it or something. Yeah, yeah it is, I, I definitely think that the factor of the age, you know, if you're just wondering how they rank so well, it's definitely the age of the domain, which I think is obvious. Uh, anybody can tell that. Um, mm-hmm. It's definitely, you know, they're using a 404 handler and just, you know, as I pasted those links in the chat room, you can pretty much put anything in the... And the, whatever, and it changes the the text on the page dynamically, and it looks like they might be susceptible to some malformed data as well. But um, that's a security issue. Anyway, yeah, um, they, they definitely uh, are inserting anything that comes right out of those variables right into the. Someone noticed that in the chat room and pasted a link. Uh, that's that's classic um, injection. Right. So you you could basically even uh, it looks like you could put links in their pages by just malforming the data in the URL and then and then linking to those and actually getting links to your own site. 
So, I mean, they kind of are double-screwing themselves, you know, by doing that. But it it looks like the the deeper links, I mean, you know what I'm saying, it looks like the deeper links, um, I still am, and I'm able to actually determine just just quickly. I mean, we could look a little later and kind of get touched back with this next week. So. Okay. All right. Well, thank, well, thank you for your call, Kevin. Bye. All right. I understand we have a TCO online. TCO, what's up? Hey, what's happening, Shoe Money Deal? What's up? What's, what's going on? Hey, I got a couple questions for you. Uh, okay. My first one is, um, you know, with 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 programmers yeah, being on. yeah, with programmers being so hard to to find, how did you two guys uh, hook up and meet? Uh, that's, that's a that's a that's a good question. Basically, I had gone through, I want to say, about eight or nine programmers, and I was, I was paying, you know, basically whatever they wanted, and, and re- to try to find remote programmers. And I just just reached the end, um, and I said, okay, no more contracting out to people. I'm only going to hire local people. And so I tried to search local. The problem is that I'm in Lincoln, Nebraska, and I had ads in every paper everywhere, and. Uh, just, just couldn't find anybody, and and I had known Dave for a long time online, and he's like, hey, you know, let's just try something, um, and we'll we'll see, you know, how it works out. And so he he started for me for a very reasonable wage, and uh, did a better job than anybody that I paid, you know, eighty to a hundred dollars an hour even for on a contract level remotely. So um, we just basically went slow and and took it, you know, job by job, and and eventually now he's a uh, not only um, a salaried employee, but also uh, a part owner. So, oh, okay. So um, that's how like we hooked up, and but I, I have known Dillsmack online for probably going on ten years now. Yeah. Um, you know, so we just we just hadn't, and I knew he had worked on large scale projects, but um, yeah. we hadn't worked together uh, until I had kind of reached my wit's end with with other people, and then you know he was like, hey, you know, I'm I'm pretty good, you know, give me a shot. And, so I, I gave him a shot, and I was I was really impressed. He actually turned out to be uh, one of the best programmers I'd come across. So so Sweet. slowly brought him into the company, and and uh, it's worked out well. Sweet. Now uh, my next question is, um, Bill Smack, do you um do you do SEO work for yourself, or do you just strictly program and forget? Don't even worry about SEO stuff, or what's your deal? Um, I do a little bit. I'm not an SEO. Um, I, I do a little bit of programming for myself. Uh, um, like Jeremy said, once I, I came into the company, it, it, I'm not really doing stuff on my own anymore. You know, it's just it's, it's beneficial to everybody to just do it as uh, shoe money group. So I, I don't do a whole lot on my own. Um, few projects here and there, but mostly uh, I'm just working on whatever is uh, whatever we're work, working on together next. You know. So basically, yeah. you guys are married, and you're all in, right? Well, for for two or three days a week, anyway. Yeah. <laughs> so basically, the the situation how it's come out to play, and thanks for your call, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. is um basically Dave is out of uh up north in in Minnesota, and so um three days a week I fly him down here, we crank out stuff, and and it's only for three days a week. So, uh, and then otherwise we we work remotely. So, um, again, thanks for the call. Um, I don't believe we have any other callers. In there's, a, there's a question in the channel. Um, we can debunk this pretty quickly. What What are your favorite purchase tools and ones you've created yourself? Um, I, okay. I, don't, I don't think we've ever bought a tool. Yeah, I mean, I 
I bought some Windows-based tools that I thought were pretty cool. One was called SEO Elite. I paid like 150 bucks for it. Um, okay. It basically got my home IP banned from Google in about 20 minutes. So it was, a, it was kind of a – it was cool, but um, it also uh, – you know, and then, and then I, I wrote the guy who – made it, and uh, and I said, dude, uh, you know, I got banned in about 20 seconds after a run, and he said, well, that's why there's a throttle thing. But the problem with the throttle thing is then it takes forever to run. But basically what SEO Elite did was, you know, really analyze backlinks of a competitor site. It, it does a lot of things. Um, another thing that it does that will actually get you in trouble is it will analyze the backlinks of your competitors and then give you an option where you can just kind of do a form mail where it says, hello, person, you know, where person is, you know, the, the person on the who is data. I like your site. It's relevant to mine. Let's exchange links. So I'm sure everybody's getting those emails now. Um, you can kind of thank those to SEO Elite and programs like that. But yeah. um, I never sent out those. I, I, I saw at the beginning that, wow, that's, that's a problem. I still prefer to get on the phone and place a call to the who is contact and, and, and talk to them about exchanging links or, or something like that if I, if I like one. So uh, I noticed that Quadzilla himself has has joined the chat room. Um, he's the SEO Black Hat who, who just started the forum. Uh, we have uh, uh, let me see. I thought we had some other questions, but um, oh yeah. So does it matter if the nine-year-old domain has anything on it in the past nine years? Um, yeah, I mean it. It matters. The uh, I mean it, the the links need to be established over the nine-year period. It's, it's hard to take a domain. I have some domains that are nine and ten years old, but I had never really built any links to them. So just because it's, it's the domain is that old, um, it doesn't mean that it's going to be that great. But you can get away with a little bit more on a fresh domain that's, say, nine years old than one that you just registered. Yeah. Um, some of the tools, most of the tools we build in-house, uh, they just kind of, and they're mostly for when we used to, you know, find expired domains. Um, yeah. And we talked about that before on another show. All right, and uh, I understand that Ken is on the line. Ken, you're on with uh, Shumani and, and Dilsmack. Hey, guys, what's up? What's up, Ken? I have a question about, uh, I have a, a, a decent personal blog, blogging about just about everything from TV, reality shows, what's going on in my life, a couple of you know news things, just about everything, pretty general. But I'm I'm ranking for something MTV related. That's I'm number one and number three right now, and I'm getting like five or six thousand uniques the past two weeks or so. But the AdSense ads are something for McDonald's wraps or something, and then something else about singing lessons. Just nothing related to what is there, and, and it, it looks like these ads are paying out just a couple of cents each. Yeah. Is there any way I can uh, kind of tweak that a little bit to uh, well, get some relevant AdSense, ads? AdSense uh, has tools where you can actually say, you know, start uh, relevant content and end relevant content so that you can kind of uh, tell them which part yeah. you want them to use to target. But even even using those, sometimes it won't uh, generate Relevant, and, and you might be also seeing an effect where they're just having trouble determined, so they're just running kind of network ads, if you will, on, on yeah, the site. They're basically case, just can, completely general, general ads, and it's kind of killing me because I'm just getting so much traffic compared to what I'm usually used to. And, mm -hmm. you know, I'm, I'm 
my income per day is, you know, like times 10 or 15 lately. So I'm trying to, right. you know, if I can get some serious or better ads on there, I'm sure it'll be a whole lot even, you know, a lot better anyways. Yep. And, um, you know, uh, another thing you can do is, is just try, you know, a different, I love the crowd that you're catering to sounds like they might also be interested in like ringtones or something like that on a CPA, you know, level. Yeah, definitely. Um, I don't know if you thought about trying banners like that because a lot of a lot of times the actual ones that I can think of that would be best converting for the traffic that you're talking about would be like you know your teeth whitening your you know sure you name it um, those, so you might just want to cut out the middleman and and go with with those directly while you have that traffic. All right, so you wouldn't you wouldn't suggest to actually change the content in the in the article to. You know, gear it more towards something that'll produce better ads. Just you leave know, the content probably, and just put up banners. Um, what I would probably try would be uh, you can you can test the you know and tell AdSense that you don't want to show ads from those sites that that you hate. Um, but the problem is, I think you might find yourself running into a never-ending list of those. Um, right. And, and w- what I found is in the can I ask what the what the domain is? You don't have to say if you don't want to. Um, we um, fully understand. It's cool if you don't want to. Um, you can yeah, I mean, I don't really care. It's okay. um, it's kensavage.com. It's my own personal okay. site. It's smaller of a test site. So yeah, and it, and it seems. And here's kind of a funny thing: is like sometimes what we found in in just like we can throw up a domain with nothing but an AdSense ad on it. Okay, yeah. and and right. just based on what the domain is, it will pull ads because it thinks. The name of the domain, you know, is is relevant to some sort, and it gives kind of a lot of weight to the domain. So it could sure. be something with with your domain name, also, you know, has it's given more weight to that than the actual content. Have you tried the actual placing the targeting tags within yeah, the, the blog? Right, the targeting. What I'm doing is is pulling it, starting it at the um, H2, the headline um, of the of the post, and then stopping mm-hmm. it right after. Um, the post itself and not including comments, and still same thing. I'm getting McDonald's, McMuffins, and I'm getting you know learn learn to sing and all this stuff that's just not even related to it. So, oh, yeah. I, I would say think about doing some affiliate ads. Um, yeah, they, they definitely pay a lot better. Yeah, yeah I put a um, Zoogle uh, ringtones right beneath it, and I got six signups today. So that's decent anyway. Well, I just did that go. last night. That's yeah, that's fantastic. I, I'm actually not seeing any of Google ads. Do you not have those on right now, or? Um, yeah, they should be there. I just can't. Uh, my connection's down. I, I right see now. the AdSense right at the bottom, but I don't see. Um, and then I see the link box, the, the AdSense link box. I would probably yeah, there's take no, the. There's nothing on the, the front page out. usually. It's it's in the articles on the bottom. It's, okay. you know, it's all WordPress based, so it's right before the comments on most articles. Okay. Yeah. All right, Cam. Well, thanks for your call. Hopefully, we uh, we were able to help you out there. Um, and uh, anybody else listening, please feel free to call in. Somebody had a question in the chat room that, that talked about addressing um, actually having images next to AdSense or, or YPN to inclu- increase the uh, the click through rate. It's kind of been addressed by Yahoo. Um, it was addressed on a digital point. We talked about it in the Money Minute uh, three or four weeks ago with Barry. Um, Yahoo said that it was okay as long as the the actual images were relevant, but then they retracted and, and said it was actually in, a, in an email conversation with a with a publisher that was put up there. 
but then uh, they actually publicly said, no, they're not condoning any um, anything like that. Um, and actually, you know, you need to really, really be careful with, with images because, uh, because they could jeopardize your account. So I've actually made a tool that's right there that you can, you can actually use, and you don't necessarily have to use them with either one, but use it at your own risk. Some people have, have really found that it, it increases their, their click-through rate. So let's see, we have uh, another, another question. It looks like the same question. What are your favorite tools? Am I missing something? Is that the same question? That's that was the same before? question. Okay. So what are your favorite tools you have bought or created yourself? Um, again, uh, tools we've created that are our favorites are the Domain Spider was the jackpot for us. I mean, we found, you know, uh, the first, when we first started, we found about 10,000 domains in, in about a week, and uh, it, was, it was quite the jackpot. We sold um, them, and we started selling them in chunks of like 500 to 1,000, you know, per, and it, it was a, that was a really big find for us. So um, the, the Domain Spider was probably one of the best tools that we wrote. Of course, now it's, it's chilled out quite a bit, but... Um, I'm trying to think of other other stuff. I mean, we write random miscellaneous tools. We write tools every day. You know, it it, it might not be a huge thing that that uh, does something all by itself, but we write little tools that do small tasks every day, all day. Right. You know. Yep. And uh, and you know, really, it, that's a good point. I mean, we we just kind of will hear something. Uh, you know, somebody will talk about. You know, hey, I, I found that this works, and we'll be like. Well, uh, I'm not so sure. Let's let's write a tool that'll find you know all these sites that contain this you know or, or something like that. So uh, we have Kyle on the line. Kyle. Yeah, uh, I just had a couple questions about pay-per-click arbitrage and where you think it's going. Um, if okay. you think that the that the not the advertisers, but like YPN and AdSense, mainly AdSense, is going to uh, be cracking down on it a little bit, just because I could see how some advertisers would be getting pissed off about. Uh, people reselling their ads. But um, being at SES, if you heard anything about it, how, how uh, you know, the big networks, Google and YPN, are feeling about it? Yeah, actually, um, they don't like it. Uh, they don't like the arbitrage because people are buying cheap clicks on MSN or AdBright and converting them into high-paying, you know, Yahoo and, you know, and especially with using the, you know, the actual images, you know, that are next to the, the ads to increase the CTR. So to answer your question, uh, there was a panel on it, and I believe Pepper Jam is in the chat room right now. He actually spoke on it, and, uh, and his company does a lot with, with pay-per-click arbitrage. So the, here's, here's a really interesting thing was one of the things uh, brought up, uh, Kim Malone, who is the head of Google AdSense, talked about how you know, they're really, really cutting down on you know, the number of, of sites they're allowing in that, that don't resolve in, in sales commissions for the advertisers. And she was talking about how, or not sales commissions, but, you know, just sales uh, conversions is what the word I was looking for, for the advertiser. And what they said was is, uh, you know, basically they can see that data from AdWords and they can use that data to tell what sites are leading to conversions and what sites are just basically playing the arbitrage game and getting the click but not... But here was a here was a good question. David Naylor brought up after the fact was then why did Google just sign you know almost a billion dollar deal with MySpace because those people click on ads yet they never buy anything. That's why I mean you've seen time and time again AdSense has disabled publishers 
with MySpace traffic saying that it wasn't good traffic, yet they just gave them a billion dollars to put their ads on it. What's your thoughts on that, Dave? I, I don't understand. Um, I, arbitrage is, is a common um, thing in any economic market. You buy something on one market and sell it on another because there's there's a price discrepancy. I don't. Uh, it doesn't make for a very good user experience when they're clicking on four ads in a row. But at the same time, that's that's up to the the ad networks to fix between, amongst themselves, not by banning people. Um, maybe there needs to be more transparency. Maybe they need to develop a way to share bid prices so that you're not bidding with a dollar difference between two networks. Um, they enable yeah. it. They make it possible. I think uh, I think uh, Jake said it in the panel. He said, "Hey, they make the rules and." And so far, the rules are allowing this. So, you know, they love it. They're making money off it. They don't care. Yeah, and, and uh, Jake, me and Jake Bally from True Local, um, and he gave he gave a really good presentation, and he was kind of the guy that everybody was piling on as being the bad guy in search arbitrage. And um, it, was, it was really kind of interesting because uh, it was also brought to Kim's attention that, you know what, Google can be bought. You know, if they think that you're not relevant – They'll just bump you up to five dollars a click. So it's not like whereas you know, like Yahoo and, and MSN will actually disable you. Um, so so with Google, you just have to pay more. You know, I mean, it's just kind of funny. And the thing is, while they're determined relevancy, they're getting rich. So oh, you yeah, know, they're, all, they're loving all the money that's coming in. And and that five or ten dollar thing is another. It doesn't make any sense the way they they judge that. Um, as Chris just mentioned in the channel, there's the difference between made for AdSense pages and affiliate landing pages too, and they're not distinguishing between that with their supposed quality score system. Right, right. But you know, I mean, it's it's. I think that uh, you said the future. Uh, what I think the future is of it. I think I think that we're just seeing the start of it. Um, and I think it's it's only going to get worse. And the and the thing is, like, they can act like they don't like it all they want, but they're getting rich. I mean, so rich off of this arbitrage game. Everybody's making money. You know, I mean the 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 only thing is, I mean, I mean, really, everybody wins off of this. The, Except the, person, the user. But even the user is able to find their product, and yeah, I mean, I don't, I don't. How do you say the user isn't? Winning. Well, if it, I'm playing the devil's advocate, if they could click three different links to get to what they want, that's that doesn't make for a very relevant, good user experience. Right. Well, that's that's a good point, and they and that was brought up, and um, it was just I'm I'm not even sure the exact answer. Chris is in the channel. I'm sure he has a good answer uh, for that. But it, but it's basically that was you know why should three affiliate or arbitrage players get paid? so that one person can find what they're looking for. And, and in the example, I remember in the actual presentation, they actually showed somebody was looking for, uh, I think it was a motorcycle, and found one page and went to another page, and they were all AdSense pages. And so they went through like seven actual AdSense pages before they actually found a place that sold a motorcycle part. And you're telling me Google couldn't fix that if they wanted to? No, of yeah. course, but you know, not when it's 90% of their revenue. Yeah, exactly. That's so. kind of what I was thinking, though. It wouldn't be too difficult for them to kind of make like an automatic smart pricing kind of thing like they did with the landing pages where, except rather than make you pay more for the bids being on the publisher side of it, you don't get paid as much for your clicks if you have a made-for-adsense site, which could be pretty easy for them to pick out with an algorithm. It's, it's right. not really like if they could do it, but if you think that they're going to. What, you know, what they did with their implementation of that landing page quality score, i got to tell you that we've been able to 
we saw like no impact on our landing pages and and you know all we do is just we just put a little bit of text and some other stuff on there and and other people have commented on this as well i mean i i don't there's only been a few people i've actually heard complain about you know their their prices getting jacked up and and i think all that they did was really make a uh, a relevant terms list instead of really so much of the quality score because it does it really i've seen no effect on on my landing pages with this supposed quality score I still have, you know, 40,000 terms under a dime. So, I mean, go figure. I mean, I, I, don't, I don't know. And, and I, think that's, I think they did it to people that were directly using their affiliate code and not having a landing page. So if you actually had a website that had, um, you know, content on it that led to the end result, then it was not penalized nearly as bad as people who, you know, were just, Redirecting and redirect. I think if it saw that three hundred one, three hundred two redirect, then it instantly bumped your your quality score. I, I think that quality score was the stupidest thing. I mean, it, it's it's paper click. It's paid inclusion. I don't think it should be up to the search engine to decide what what's relevant. If I want to send someone straight to an affiliate, they can decide if it's relevant or not by buying. You know, and yeah. and Google can track that in in AdWords. So I don't. Yeah, that's true. I mean, they they really they were talking about using more of their their stuff uh, in AdWords. Their actual, you know, they can see the conversion data. And so, if, if one AdSense publisher is sending convertible data, then that's that's going to help them. And also, you know, um, you know, they're basically not going to ban anybody from AdSense anytime soon for that. Right. So, well, thanks for taking my call. And I just want hey, to remind people calling. to check out uh, WickedFire.com for affiliate marketing forms. Hey, there you go. So. <laughs> thanks, man. Nice, nice plug there nice for plug. for uh, for the wickedfire.com forums. Um, so that leads us into uh, another another topic. But actually, uh, we need to take a break here before before Eddie wants to challenge Dillsmack again to another sumo competition. I'll beat him again. Okay, let's uh, let's go ahead and let the sponsors roll. When we come back, we're going to talk about AdSense accounts and, and some experience with that. Stick around. Net income on webmasterradio.fm. We'll be back after this short break. With over 30,000 clients and eight years of experience, West Host is not your basement hosting company. Starting at $3.95 a month, West Host offers the lowest price virtual private server technology in the industry, yet they don't sacrifice their world-class data center or superior 24-7 client support. Sign up at westhost.com today and get the hosting technology and real support your business needs at prices you can't find from other hosts. Westhost.com. That's westhost.com. W-E-S-T-H-O. When you expect more from your web host. At Webmaster Radio, we're serious about our work. And no one works harder and is more professional than our own SE guru. This one's for you, pal. Okay, that stuff will wake you up. Excuse me. This has been the best time I've had since college. Where did you get that giant hurricane? I was upstairs. I didn't have a giant hurricane. I got to get one of those big ones. Uh Oh, that was good. All right, I got to get right in there. Find that in there. I saw you at like 5 a.m. Or no, is it 4 4 a.m. Walking out of my room talking about freaky monkey sex. 
I did fight my way to the bar but because I got a mic working. <laughs> I got to try and fight my way to the bar, and I think with an open mic, I can get, I can make it even quicker. You know what? That's just the nature of the beast. <laughs> Attaboy, boy, SE guru. Way to make us proud. <laughs> and uh, I imagine we'll see you at the next one. It's time to turn your site into a money-making machine with net income on webmasterradio.fm. Now, join your host as we bring on the bling, Jerry Shoemaker. Hey, everybody. Welcome back. We are live from the Shoe Money Plex, if you will. Um, it's me and Dill Smack. Uh, yeah, it's just taking, like Google here. Yeah, yeah, only much smaller. So we have, we have the toys, but uh, anyway... So we're going to talk about uh, AdSense a little bit, and um, Dave Dilsmack, he's, he's had an AdSense account, and it was banned. I actually know three people who've had banned AdSense accounts. I, I haven't had the pleasure, uh, but my father, who is 62 years old, has a phishing website. Uh, it's actually whereifish.com. Give a little plug there. Um, my sister, who has a blog, um, has also been banned from AdSense. And those are two people that never even logged into their AdSense accounts. So there's only a, there's kind of a common thing, and that is that um, I think I don't know how much you were doing on your on your AdSense account, but I know they were like, not even doing a hundred a month. No, I was doing maybe five six bucks a day. Yeah. So I mean, it, it seems like, and now I've had my account warned. So and that was because on on one of the sites somebody submitted some adult content that uh, a Google... Now, I think the difference between being banned and being warned is purely how much you make. I mean, that's my opinion, but... I think so, too. I, I'm i sure that I got banned for basically clicking my own ads. I was your typical, you know, beginning AdSense publisher making a few dollars a day, and I didn't read the terms just like anybody else, and... I never really thought that clicking your own ad once or twice would be a big deal. I mean, sometimes you see something you're interested in, you click on it. There are ads running on your site. And just like Eric Schmidt, I clicked my own ads, but I got banned. Yeah, that's, that's interesting you say Eric Schmidt because um, that's Eric Schmidt uh, from SES. He sat down with and had a, I think they called it a conversation with Eric Schmidt. It was him and Danny Sullivan. And uh, Eric Schmidt said, or Danny asked him if he clicked on Google Ads, and he said that he did click on Google Ads. One was to make sure that they worked still, and two was because he was genuinely interested in the ad. So as we as we talked about StrikePoint yesterday, uh, when me and David Naylor were doing the show, um, it's like if that would have been David Naylor and he blogged about it and, and I would have asked him, do you click on your own ads? And, and he said, yes, because I want to make sure they work, and I'm also interested he would have gotten nuked. Yeah, I think that he would have been banned so fast, yet the CEO can sit up there and say that he clicks on, on ads to make sure the system works and because he might be interested. So, whatever. I mean, you know, somebody call in because uh, I think we have uh, empty phone lines here. So so give us a buzz. Um, another thing we wanted to talk about was Look Smart. Look smart. Uh, at FDS gave out all these cards. They were for a free hundred and fifty dollars in uh, let's see, free hundred fifty dollars in free clicks 
on Look Smart pay-per-click campaigns. Now, I haven't claimed mine yet, but Dillsmack has claimed his. So do you want to just tell us about your, your experience with that? Yeah, you know, I've been doing a, <clears throat> some pay-per-click, and um, I thought $150 free traffic, that, that should give me a converter too. So I ran it, and uh, I did a hundred, and I guess $150 a day daily budget. And like on MSN with these nickel clicks, it takes a lot of clicks to spend $150 in a day. You never get there. So I did $150 daily budget. I'd love to spend that much. And on the last page, suddenly I had a $3,000 monthly budget, and they had already charged that to my credit card. Wow. I don't, yeah. So three you, grand. Were, you were charged $3,000. Yep, before when you were I, just before trying my to use your $150 card. That's correct. You were charged three thousand dollars when you were redeeming your hundred and fifty dollar yep. card because you told it that you were because I wanted that for it. a monthly budget. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, so, so just, I, uh, I, you know, I tested it out for a day and the traffic sucked. Um, not a single conversion, um, and you know, I canceled it. But I just I don't see anyone else in the industry doing that. I think it's ridiculous that they do that. Yeah. The um, I, I got to say I I don't have experience with with LookSmart or um, I I've bought in some of their stock because I think it's ridiculously low I think it's around two dollars but um, but I'm not a stock investor and that's probably why so um, but the bottom line is that we just kind of wanted to to warn people that to make sure that you know you you have the you can cover the budget because in, in Dillsmack's case uh, he was able to call them and and get a, a refund issued, and, and that wasn't too painful, was it? No, it wasn't a big deal at all. They were pretty nice about it. but And I, and I mentioned it to them at the time. I said, look, you don't make it very obvious that you're going to charge $3,000, or it could have been more if I would have set a higher monthly budget uh, you know, right out the gate. And for some people, that might cause a much bigger problem. For me, it wasn't a big deal. Right. But that's because you're a big baller. You're a big timer. So Yeah, yeah I guess. Or I got a high credit limit. Yeah, all right. Well, so just word to the wise, um, you know, if you want to give LookSmart a try, you got a free $150 coupon. Just uh, just be careful when you when you set your budget because they will charge you uh, for what that budget is, is estimated to cost, unlike the unlike basically everybody else who I've never ran into that before. Um, if somebody else has and they want to post it in the chat room of other companies that do that, you know, please feel free. But I was a little surprised to see that they had charged you the, uh, the full $3,000 up front. We have uh, Greg from Best of Web in the chat room. We have uh, we have quite a bit of Chris from Pepper Jam. This is this is almost like virtual SES. Yeah, Kat from uh, SEO Moz. Maybe she's not there, but she deserves a mention anyway. <laughs> so, huh? all right. So uh, let's get some questions in, in the chat room. Um, we also have uh, SEO Black Hat is in the house with the Oil Man, and uh, I thought it was a it was a pretty good conference. I know we were kind of kind of avoid talking about the conference stuff, but it's, it's hard not to. Um, so just from, from your perspective, Dave, I know you didn't really go to many sessions. Uh, what, did, what, did you, what did you get out of it? I, I, it's, it's great. I love it. Uh, I love going to the conferences. I think you get more out of the, the bar afterwards than you do in the sessions. I went to a couple sessions. Well, they were interesting, but people never say what they really mean in the, in the sessions. And in the, com- in the, the bar, you always hear the truth. I, it was great. And, uh, you know, we work with a lot of people over long distances, and it, it's fun to get together with everybody a couple times a year um, and put down a lot, a lot of drinks. I'm so recovering. Yeah, I hear you. So uh, a 
of course, Poopy Gifts is in the chat room as always, and, and we always want to give love to, to PoopyGifts.com, especially when they say we don't. So, uh, let's see, Wong Griffith says, uh, what's the funniest thing said at the bar? I got to tell you, the funniest thing I heard all weekend, and, and I don't even know if I can say it because it's a clean show, but the the thing Dave Miller said about <laughs> if 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 uh, I, I I don't think he should. I think we should leave this yeah. hanging. Maybe we'll maybe we'll just say it in the in the chat room. All right. So uh, yeah, I did I did drink. You know, TCO. I didn't get like you got to remember. I had spent six days in Las Vegas at DefCon before uh, jumping up to San Jose. So I had pretty much got everything out of my system, uh, parting wise. So I was I was really kind of just recovering actually um, for SES. I was taking it easy. My wife was with me um, and baby, so I wasn't staying out late and staying out late and partying too much. Um, let's see. We have another question from John. He said, uh, "How do the guys at the top of the PVC engine stay there and re- still remain profitable?" Well, John, I think the number one way is, of course, to listen to the show. And, no, seriously, uh, I, it, you know, I, I think um, once you learn about a lot of the, the stuff, then it's just a matter of, of budgets and, and numbers, and, and the numbers really speak for themselves. I mean, there's there's not, it's not really that big a rocket science to this game. I mean, you've got, you spend X amount, and you make X amount, and the more you make, the better deals you can leverage. So then that's how, I guess, to answer your question, how do the top guys stay on top? Like, I know that I can leverage uh, much better ringtone payouts than anybody going to sign up, sometimes as much as three times what, what somebody new can get. So um, I hope that answers your question there. So, uh, yeah, one of the funniest things also, Oil Man just said, he walked up to uh, the founder of, of Todd's company, which is Range, and said, uh, you know, who do you work for? And, and she said, oh, Range. And, and, and Dill Smack said, oh, you work for Todd, when uh, actually she was the boss. So <laughs> yeah, I, I got killed. I um, had to go up two minutes later and um, tell her how much of a, of a jackass I was. But I blame Todd. I I blame Todd. You know, uh, sixty six asking the channel talk about how you would set up a ringtone site like yours. Did you sign up as an affiliate with other ringtone sites? You know, I feel like we talk about that all the time. Uh, you know, there's there's so many ringtone uh, affiliates out there. I mean, there's literally you join any affiliate company, they're going to have ringtone offers. And, and you can basically just build a landing page and, and redirect to that. So we're going to go ahead and, and wrap up here. Um, thanks to Dilsmack for joining me for the show. I appreciate him filling in. We kind of just exactly. took a break from work today to, to do the show. And uh, everybody stay tuned because you got the real pros, the SEO rock stars coming up next. And uh, we'll see you next week. Thanks for tuning in. <laughs> 